Well, hello there. It is great to see you again, and welcome back to another installment of Path to Abundant Living. I'm your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff, and as always, we have the star of our show, or stars, should I say, in Mr. Matt Nordman and Scott Morrison of Morrison Nordman & Associates. They'll be joining me momentarily for another wealth management-related discussion here on the show today. Uh, but uh, look, I'm really excited for today's show. It's great to have you with us because I really like the topic of today. Uh, for those of you that have been with us for past episodes, you know that we dive into these different wealth management strategies. Uh, we talk about wealth creation. Uh, uh, wealth generation, wealth matriculation, maybe down to future generations. Today, we're really diving into wealth protection. You know, you work so hard for your wealth and you want to, you want that wealth to achieve so many things as you go throughout your life. So the last thing you want is to lose that wealth, maybe in a unjust lawsuit or just anything in particular that could threaten that wealth that you have worked so hard to generate. So today's concept today's conversation that we're going to be jumping into with matt and scott here in just a moment is this idea of building a wall around your wealth we're really getting into the asset protection strategies that both matt and scott utilize with their clients over at morrison nordman and associates so let's go ahead and bring those guys on get that conversation rolling today matt scott good to see you how are we doing this morning great to see you ryan doing well good morning now, always good to have, uh, you know be with you guys here on the show and jump into another discussion today. Yes, we are diving into this idea of a wall around your wealth, true asset protection planning. Uh, you know, Matt, let's get started with you here for my first question today. Let's just give our audience a little bit of a high-level overview. Let's start by talking about this concept of asset protection. Give us that overview. What is it? You know, who needs it? What are we talking about here? Sure, Ryan. So. If you're highly successful, that that success can make you a potential magnet for lawsuits, you know, including frivolous and, and unjust lawsuits and other attacks that can wreak havoc on your financial health and stability. And so what you need to do is look at taking steps to protect the assets that you work so hard to build. And so as you just described, asset protection planning is pre-litigation planning as we define it. And so the idea is to discourage lawsuits against you, or if, if there are lawsuits that end up coming up that, and, and you go through the, the process that the outcomes are favorable for you. And so the logic behind the asset protection planning, as, as you described it, is, is to build that wall, build a wall that's, that's not scalable from anybody trying to sue you, a, a litigant or creditors or, or anyone else. And so instead of trying to fight it out with you in court, which could take months or even years, what they see is the only legal possible outcome is to settle for pennies on the dollar, or ideally, it's to leave empty handed. Sure. So guys, what it sounds like to me then is really asset protection, sending this message really to anyone who's maybe looking at a lawsuit, maybe an unfounded lawsuit. And just sending that message that, hey, if you're coming after me, then this lawsuit's going to fail. You know, you've got that wall around your wealth. Scott, am I correct in saying that? What do you, what do you have here? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think sometimes people think that, uh, you know, asset protection is about hiding their money from the world when really it's, it's quite the opposite. When you hide your money, it, it, especially with a litigant or, or their attorneys, it certainly motivates them to want to uncover and to discover whatever it is you're trying to hide. Uh, whereas if you're as transparent as possible, you can discourage uh, people from 
uh, from that litigation because they can see how big that wall is and how difficult that le legal path will be uh, in order to get at that wealth. And uh, hopefully that will cause them to either settle, negotiate, or kind of throw up their hands and walk away. Sure. Just easier to not, you know, avoid that issue entirely at that point for them. But uh, Matt, do you find that in your conversations, maybe with your clients, maybe prospective clients, just anybody, any successful people that you deal with, you know, throughout your business, do you find that successful people do recognize the true need for asset protection planning and that they maybe they are already taking proper steps to build that wall around their wealth? Well, so this, this is a good news, bad news situation, Ryan, in that most people who, who are successful understand that there are unjust threats that, that are potentially out there and they need to be aware of. And in fact, there was a study that in, in our experience, the, the study showed that over 85% of, of these successful business owners are concerned and aware of these threats. So the bad news is, is that Unfortunately, you know, it's, it's a little bit over a quarter of the people have put any kind of asset protection plan, formal asset protection plan in place. And so when you look at that situation, it's like, we're totally aware of it, and yet they're not doing anything about it. And so while knowing it, you, you need to be aware, number one, and then actually be purposeful and intentional and take the steps and, and implement the plan that's going to be best for you. Right. No. So despite that good news there, Matt, I mean, the bad news obviously trumps that, you know, action needs to be taken. That is, that has got to be the most important step to mitigate any potential lawsuits down the road. Scott, obviously it looks like, yes, more action needs to be taken, but it all begins at the start. How would you say a successful person should go about, you know, starting this process of getting an asset protection plan in place? Well, if you're among the many uh, successful people that are out there that lack an, uh, an asset protection plan, then you need to consider taking a few action steps. Uh, you should consider these actions if you have any existing plan in place and are curious whether it's as strong as it needs to be. Uh, the first step is to get protected, obviously, before a claim is actually made. And you can do a lot to protect your wealth before liability arises. But thanks to a concept known as fraudulent conveyance, uh, you know, very little can be done after. So as with insurance, the time to have asset protection in place is well before you need it. And, uh, or even, you know, even before you think you might need it. Makes, makes sense. Matt, take me into the weeds here then Let, let's get into it. What really should asset protection entail? What should it address? Like get, get us in there. So yeah, so the specifics will depend on on your situation and your needs and, and your level of wealth. And so you want to make sure that you're covering the basic first and foremost. And so the way to do that is evaluate the current liability insurance that you have and other policies, and then maximize them to the, the best of your ability. And so step one, and, and one of the simplest, easiest, cheapest um, options that you have available to you right now is to take out a large umbrella insurance policy. And so what that will do is it will safeguard the assets. That's first and foremost. And, and, and another simple but powerful strategy is to transfer your assets into someone else's name. And so what some people will do is transfer it into a spouse. And so what would happen is if there is a lawsuit against you and these assets are in someone else's name, 
they are potentially untouchable in that suit. Now, we say all that understanding that you really need to trust that person, trust your spouse, whoever that is, and, and have a really good, strong marriage. Because in the event that there's a divorce proceeding, that other spouse could walk away with your assets and you could end up in a situation where you're fighting just as hard to keep them as if you were in a lawsuit with a, with a different litigant. You know, there's a, if you've ever seen the movie Shawshank Redemption, there's a scene where one of the prisoners, Andy Dufresne, is talking with the, the lead prison guard and saying, do you trust your wife? Because the prison guard received some money. And so it was a situation where, you know, you can watch it play out, you know, at least in, in movie real life. But, you, you know, if you're going to use that strategy, you know, understand that there's potential pitfalls with that as well. Roger that, Matt. So between the, you know, overarching umbrella policy, insurance policy, that is, and then also the strategy of, of maybe transferring those assets to a spouse, someone close to you, those sound to be like, you know, really fundamental or, or foundational strategies when it comes to like an overall asset protection plan. Scott, maybe could you take me to take me to the next level? What are some next level strategies that you guys speak with, you know, uh, with your clients about what that should be considered and weighed when it comes to asset protection overall? Yeah, there's an extensive list, but I, I can certainly try to give you some of the, the key, the, the key things to do. Uh, first would be to ascertain the appropriate utilization of uh, your risk transfer through your property casualty insurance, uh, like your homeowners, your auto, your rental, uh, personal excess liability, uh, health disability, life, long-term care, uh, just to name a few. Uh, you need to use any state law exemptions effectively. Uh, for example, the homestead exemption, uh, cash value of your life insurance, uh, retirement plans and annuities. Uh, you can consider various forms of ownership that either put assets beyond the reach of the creditor uh, or make these assets at least less desirable to them. Uh, you can examine restructuring your current business. Uh, you can also discuss gifting assets when there are no credit, creditor issues in order to lessen the likelihood of raising uh, fraudulent transfer issues. Uh, you can look into advanced protection strategies that are commonly used by people with extreme wealth, such as equity stripping or closely held insurance companies. These strategies may be more than you need, but it, it's good to know they exist and whether they might be a good fit. Uh, if there's a lot of risk attached to what you're doing as a business owner, the, the more your industry company or competitors have gotten hit with lawsuits than advanced asset protection planning uh, strategies are going to be more applicable. And then lastly, any you know, structure, any expected gifts in or, and or inheritances uh, to protect them from any claims as well. I hear you there. So guys, so many times on this show in past episodes, we've talked about the idea of aligning yourself with the right team, the right team of experts to work with, uh, you know, depending on what the issue, what the strategy is that you're trying to address. Matt, how would you say somebody should tap into the right expertise and, you know, that is needed to truly evaluate and perhaps even implement <clears throat> these types of different strategies that Scott just relayed to us. You know, let's let's have this this conversation here. How would you guide somebody or, or, or really reinforce this idea of making sure they tap into the right set of expertise to address their given solution when it comes to asset protection? 
Uh, that's a good question, Ryan. So first and foremost, you want to be sure that the attorney and other professionals that you work with are really qualified to help you protect your assets. Now, some of these professionals are really, really qualified and really skilled and highly technical in some areas, but they might not be the ones that can help you um, come up with strategies as well as implement the plan to protect your wealth. And so review your current team of, of professionals that you work with and say, okay, one, do they have that level of expertise? And, and also, if they don't, then find someone that does. And if they do have that level of expertise, or maybe, maybe the team that they work with has the level of expertise that you're looking for. And so make sure that you review your current professionals and the professionals that they work with to say, okay, am, am I getting, are you getting the best of the best to help you protect that asset or all those assets that you've worked so hard to build and, and put up that wall to protect your wealth? Yeah, so important to take that that deeper dive, you know, Matt, and, and look at the the network beyond the network, if you will. Um, Scott, you rattled off a handful of different, you know, strategies and tips and things that you would recommend to help somebody with asset protection. Obviously, each one of those are very dependent on what that individual circumstance looks like. In so many instances on this show, we talk about the good, the strategies that you guys are seeing work for people, but often we, we need to you know highlight the other side of it, the mistakes that people are making. Maybe they think that they're doing the right thing to shore up the, you know, their home's insurance policy or, or uh, getting a stress test or a second opinion to evaluate their wealth portfolio. In this case, guys, with asset protection planning, Scott, what kind of mistakes do you guys see on the asset protection front that people maybe shouldn't be doing, or at least we should make people aware of, Hey, don't make these mistakes. Well, some asset protection strategies obviously require a deep familiarity with and an understanding of how they work in order to set up and execute them effectively. So if they're poorly structured, then asset protection strategies don't have any teeth, you know, when they're needed the most, and assets won't be nearly as safe as people assume they, 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 you know, they want them to be. Uh, I think one mistake uh, you, you might see is overlooking the need to protect business owners on both the professional side and the personal side. Um, as an example, uh, with real estate developers, uh, you know, they commonly place each of their development projects in separate limited liability companies. In that way, if one project incurs a lawsuit, then the others are protected. Uh, so the problem, these LLCs are often set up times so that the developers own them directly. And if they get hit with a personal lawsuit, say they're involved in drunk driving accident or, or their child smashes into a car, into a, into a school bus or something awful like that, then all of the assets in the LLC could be up for grabs in that personal lawsuit. So ultimately you can't necessarily stop someone from suing you, but you can take steps that will make it harder for litigants to collect money uh, from you unjustly and maybe even prevent those litigants from coming after you in the first place. And Matt, do you have anything to chime in here on this front as well? You know, Ryan, with, with all the stuff that we've talked about today, what in, in our experience, and you know, Scott and I have been doing this each for over 25 years, what we see is in situations like this, and you know, we talked about the good and the bad news and all these different strategies. One of the things that that successful people do because to reach that level of success is they get really busy and this gets put on the back burner. And so what we would say is, you know, make sure that this moves to the front of your mind or the front of your team's mind, because 
the last thing that you want to see is, well, I, I wish I would have, because we're all going to say one of two things. It's I wish I would have, or I'm so glad I did. And and instances like this, when, when that lawsuit or someone comes after you, you want to make sure that you're protected and you have that, that unscalable wall in place to protect your wealth. Oh, so important. You're so right. Boy, is it a lot better to say, I'm so glad I did. So Matt, I appreciate you kind of carving that out for us. Scott, same, a lot of great strategies we talked about today in this idea of building that wall around your wealth. Fellas, uh, before I leave you, before we say goodbye to our audience, let's say anybody out there, this, you know, they're, they're hearing us, they're listening to this conversation. It's really resonating with them. And they're thinking, you know, maybe I need to be doing more when it comes to asset protection for me. How would you best recommend you maybe somebody in our audience to reach out to you and your team at Morris and Norman Associates, to maybe continue this conversation or even just get it started, uh, you know, around their own asset protection plan? How should they best reach out to you guys? The, the easiest, simplest way is to pick up the phone. 517-333-7967. Or if you want to learn more about our process, Go to our website, morrisonnordman.com, and on there you can and click on and, and look around and see the process and, and really have a conversation about what is most important to you and, and what are your concerns and, and what are you trying to achieve? And then we go down that path to say, okay, what plans do you have in place? What should you have in place? And kind of do that stress test on your plan to say, okay, Am, am I in the right spot? Am I 100% confident that, that the plan I have in place is going to achieve everything that we want? I, I was just going to add that in, on the website as well, um, one of the things I really appreciate about the website is, is being able to see the, you know, the professional network that, that I believe a wealth manager needs to have in place. We talked a, a lot today about you know, litigation and attorneys. And so obviously, uh, attorneys are part of that professional network. And so, you know, I think that you want to be talking to an advisor that has that kind of network, uh, uh, that kind of professional network of attorneys and, and CPAs and things so that, you know, every aspect of your financial life can be, can be looked at and, and, and designed in a way that, uh, that you're, you know, that you, you would hope it would be. Oh, well, I appreciate that, guys. So absolutely feel free to head on over to the website. Give the office a call if you do have any further questions. But look, guys, really appreciate your time today. Thanks for jumping on board with us. Dive into asset protection. Looking forward to having you back on the next one. Appreciate it, Ryan. Have a great day. Thanks, Ryan. Alrighty, cool. And, and look, we want to take one final moment, of course, to thank you, our audience, for jumping aboard with us on the conversation today. And do me a favor, if you liked what you saw, you liked what you heard, feel free to comment on the show, subscribe to it, uh, you know, share this information with friends, family, business owners, because you, you know, you've heard me say it once, I'll continue to say it. These shows are meant for you. These are strategies that are ultimately meant to put you and yours on a path to that uh, life of significance, that path to abundant living. And boy, are we excited for some future episodes that are coming down the road uh, and we would hate to have you miss out on any potentially beneficial information for your given wealth plan so for matt and scott i'm ryan ruff we're saying so long and we thank you so much for joining us once more on today's edition of path to abundant living securities offered through securities america incorporated member finra sipc advisory services offered through securities america advisors Morrison, Norbin & Associates and Securities America are separate entities. All investing involves risk, including the possible risk of principal. 